Hey family, welcome to the show. Welcome to Your Thought Life. I am your host, Michael Anderson. And just before we start the show, if you would be so kind to head over to wherever you listen to us, leave us a rating, a review, an emoji, a thumbs up, a heart, whatever they permit you to do and subscribe, please. You're making a profound impact on our ability to be seen and we're moving up the ranks already. Thank you so much for your support. This particular topic that we're going to talk through today, avoiding mental health burnout with self-care, is one area that I failed a few years ago to do an adequate job of shielding myself. I found myself in a position where my work-life balance was disproportionately unhealthy. That led to a scenario where I had heightened levels of cortisol. I had to really take a deep look at how I was doing life and what were the elements in the scenarios that were playing out for me on a day-to-day basis and how could I pivot and change those things so that I would have a proper balance and a proper mental mindset that would be in alignment with good health. And what I found immediately upon doing research and talking to others who had gone before me that had already experienced this and conquered this, I found that they all have a defined, well-written self-care plan. Today, what I'm going to do is help you understand how mindset plays out here. I want you to have a feel for some of the signs that you might not be doing a good job of managing your health care. We're going to talk through some things that you can immediately begin doing to reduce your stressors and to position you for improved and ultimately a good health care profile. With respect to mindset, mindset plays a crucial role in either preventing or enhancing burnout. If you're in a positive mental mindset, you can then begin to prioritize self-care and encourage individuals, those that you love and work with, into doing activities that promote mental and physical well-being. Positive mental mindset will also allow you to foster resilience and help you to build coping skills, making it easier for you to handle life's challenges. The stress that we have as leaders, entrepreneurs, and business owners, and to literally help us to reduce the risk of burnout. And a positive mindset also promotes positive thinking and emotions that are upbeat emotions that aid us rather than harming us. And we know that that's a very important part of what we talk through. All of the things that we share really come back to mindset. And the mindset that we want at all times is to be one that is positive and with those emotions that go with because we know that's going to drive our behavior, our experiences, and then finally our outcome. On the other hand, a negative mindset can most certainly enhance or facilitate or exasperate burnout. There's a host of negative thoughts and emotions that you find 
in a negative mindset. We talk a lot about the cycle of how if mindset is working for you, it's literally working for you. And if it's working against you, boy, it's super duper working against you. So mindset's very important. Negative thoughts and emotions can increase the feeling of stress, anxiety, and sometimes depression. It also decreases our motivation. If we don't have the motivation that we need to pursue our aspiration, our dream, our goal, then we're going to find ourselves replaying that which we have experienced over and over and over, and it's going to keep us stuck. Moreover, if we have work-related, job-related, entrepreneur-related stressors, we're going to see those rise. We should be doing things and activities that help us to be more self-aware in a good way. But if we have a negative mindset, our self-awareness is toward the issue, the problem, We're not glass half full, which means we're glass half empty. And again, there's the compounding effect. Let's shift gears for a moment. Now that we understand how mindset plays into this whole narrative and let's shift gears and talk through what are those characteristic signs of stress, of burnout or the potential for burnout, exhaustion, both physical and emotional You just simply don't have the energy and the get up and go that you once had. Loss of motivation and decreased job satisfaction. You hate your job and you probably probably hated your job for a long time. But now it's at an epic level where you feel that there must be some sort of action taken. And unfortunately, that action is probably not going to be one that has a positive outcome. You may think through uh, just literally up and leaving feelings of cynicism, detachment and lack of accomplishment. And we know that those are some of the telltale signs of someone who's in what we would refer to as a downward spiral, increased irritability, anxiety and depression. I want to encourage you if you have any of these feelings that you take inventory and that you really come to a position where you want to do something drastic to change the state that you're in because anxiety and depression, those can turn into lifelong issues. And we want all of our listeners to be in a healthy, productive state. I've even talked to individuals that I'm close with who have very stressful jobs. And most of my CISO friends will understand this quite well, but they have problems sleeping at night. Their sleep patterns are often disrupted by things that they're experiencing at their jobs. And as a result of the work that they do as being chief information security officers or chief security officers, it's a huge responsibility. And you can also have a series of symptoms, sometimes even chronic, where those are headaches, gastrointestinal problems, and a weakened immune system. We need tools, family. We need to know what we should do in the self-care space to combat some of these conditions. 
many of these conditions can lead to lasting disease. We don't want disease in our profile. So I'm going to list for you the top five scientifically proven things that you can do as part of your self-care practice. For all the folks that I interviewed and all the folks that I've spoken with, they all had one thing in common, and that is they take this very seriously, and I do now as well, having my own health scare. This is a plan, family. This is as important as your strategic plan for your business. It should be well-documented. It should be socialized with your business partners, your key associates, your strategic partners, all the way into your family. Everyone should know what your boundaries are and you have to establish boundaries. So if you're a person who's a high achiever, high income earner, very astute in your field and you don't know how to say no, Your homework assignment is to begin saying no and prioritizing yourself in your self-care over the feelings of others. Gosh, that sounds harsh, but it's a harsh reality that all of us have to face and incorporate immediately. Here are the top five self-care practices that are scientifically proven. Exercise and physical activity. We need regular physical activity and that will boost our mood reduce stress, and improve our overall health and well-being. Number two, mindfulness and meditation. The mindfulness practices like meditation, deep breathing, yoga, can help us to calm the mind and again, reduce stress. If you haven't noticed, there's been a theme already and it's been stress or cortisol. Number three, sleep. Get enough sleep. Make sleep a part of your mental health regimen. I know that I have friends who wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Some is at 3 o'clock because they need that time for themselves. They need that morning routine in order to maximize all that they desire to get out of that day. But if that's not you, irrespective of whether that fits your mold or not, Make sure, if you can, to get at least six to eight hours of rest. And if you had to pick one exclusively, go with a minimum of seven. Number four, healthy diet. You are what you eat, family. You cannot have optimal performance in your body if you're consuming greasy foods, if you're consuming high fructose corn syrup, sugars, If you're consuming high amounts of carbohydrates, you need a well-balanced diet. I'm going to offend someone here, I know, but it's okay. I love you to death. You got to eat more vegetables. That should be the principal part of your diet is vegetables. All of the nutrients and vitamins that the body needs are found in plants. Yeah, sure. Have a little bit of protein. Have some chicken. Have some uh, salmon. Have some turkey. But if you can shed red meat and if you can shed pork, please do. And then the last one, number five, is social support. We have to set boundaries. Everyone needs to know that this is a priority. Our family, our friends, our closest associates at work, other leaders. We have subordinate management types. They just have to know at this time, I'm not going to be available 
because I got to take care of me. Without me taking care of me, I can't do all of the other things that you would need for me to do. Or if you're an entrepreneur that you need to do for your business. Family, if you will put a self-care plan together, write it down, socialize it, socialize it to the point that everyone has a clear understanding. Have them repeat it back. So 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 you have absolute clarity that all of your closest constituents are in the know and that and, and that there is a common understanding amongst all of them that you're prioritizing yourself over some of the other activities that you have to do. There's a defined amount of time specifically for you and and, and, and do something fun, do something that recharges your batteries. But if you will create a self-care plan, there's some benefits that you're going to be able to harvest right out of the gates. The first one we know is you're going to have reduced stress. You're going to have an improved mood. You're going to transition from there to a I can attitude. And we know that's paramount for us to gain the end result that we desire. Your sleep is going to improve. And if you're able to implement meditation or yoga, breathing techniques, then that's going to further give you awareness as you're going through the day and you're in a good state and you see yourself transitioning out of that state to a less than ideal state, a light's going to go off and you're going to be able to catch that. And that space between the stimulus and your response is really what mindfulness is all about. Your physical fitness is going to be better. And if you can commingle exercise with diet, then you're going to get a twofold bump. And here's what science says. Science says that if you will marry the two, then you can easily 2x your performance in any given day. How cool is that? Lastly, your relationships will be strengthened, whether it's in your workspace or in your personal space, because it's just easier for us to interact with human beings when we feel good. Think about all of the times where you have a good experience working, interacting, socializing, and you're happy. Man, that goes a long way. But now you have to go to a networking event. You're super stressed. You're feeling anxious. Your cortisol is up. That whole interaction for that hour, two hours, two and a half hours is just going to be painful because you're not in a good place. You can't get out of it. All that it has to offer. Please take the time to establish a plan so at the end of the day, you'll be able to avoid mental health burnout with a proper self-care plan. Thank you so much for your time today. Please share this with your friends and family. Tag me on IG at your thought life, Y-O-R, thought life, no spaces, and leave a comment. And as always, I want to remind you, you are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals, and we're going to help you get there as quickly as possible. Until next time, take care and be safe.